PKN342. What's up, boys? How's it going? Good. Oh, it's going good. So a huge UFC event occurred. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of controversial. <clears throat> um, so we had, uh, for the uninitiated, I won't like drop a bunch of like long Russian-sounding names, but basically you had this badass black guy who's a champion at a lighter weight class, and he was stepping up to fight this huge fucking Polak who's 20 pounds heavier than him. That's Israel was, Adesanya, not the... Yeah. Okay. He was fighting oh. Jan Blankowicz or whatever, and uh, Jan whipped his ass pretty effectively. It was it was close in some of the rounds. He probably won three rounds to two but by the end. I don't know what the judges said, although that night it was clear the judges were not very good. They made a lot of controversial decisions. Did everybody know? Any outcomes? Like, even before? Like, was it one of those fights, like, where the one guy is kind of, like, jogging around, like, we all know what's coming, like, if it went to decision? Or was Honestly, it like Israel was apparently the betting favorite, mm -hmm. and I maybe even said on the show that I, that I liked Israel, but I hadn't done my research. I honestly was... I, I I guess I knew in theory that he was stepping up in weight class, but I don't know. I just I wasn't putting enough thought into it because like when as the fight was starting and we were like betting with each other who would win this, who would win that. I was like, oh, yeah, Israel's in trouble. Like 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 now that it's in front of me. And mm -hmm. uh, he was yeah. taller, Israel. The lighter guy was taller, which was, was interesting to me. Like uh, sometimes when I when they step away class, I expect the other guy to just be bigger in every measurable way. One guy weighed 220. He was you could see he was stronger. Israel mm -hmm. weighed 200 and 200.5 and uh, he was taller. So th that tall lanky frame seems to do well in fighting. Kyle, and some people are going to be confused. I've already had this talk with a couple people. At weigh-in night, the big guy was like 205 which, because he mm -hmm. cut to 205 cuz that's the bare minimum or the maximum. The, the maximum. Israel just walked in there. Like he didn't cut any weight. That he walks around at around 201, 200.5. He just walked up and jumped on a scale. He by was wearing his clothes. He had yeah. sweats the, on yeah. and everything. But by the next day, the white dude had had his Pedialyte and a couple of decent meals. And, and the Polak was 225 now. Yeah. yeah. Now there is a 20 something pound weight difference. And when he got on top of Israel, it showed. He did Israel look a lot bigger in like the two in the photo where you just saw the, the Polak raising his arms in victory. Like he's a much broader guy than yeah. Israel. Adesanya. His rib, his rib cage is oddly shaped. Like, like his ribs like jut out in front of him, like a fucking stegosaurus or something. Mine shit. do like, that. I, was, I wear tight yeah. shirt. There's the mirrors all over guy. my gym now. And I'm like, my ribs make me look fat almost like they stick out in the front of my, they're not on camera, but like, I don't know. Like this part of me is just, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can, can you, you squeeze them in? Like I can, I can like make oh. mine like, no, literally just my. Yeah, it's just my bone. <laughs> I can move the bones. I'll show you later. Okay. Um, it's another one of that. my silly tricks that I can. Yeah, I can bend my toes, and I can walk on my toes, and I can bend my ribs. I can uh, bend my. And ribs. I can close my ears. I'm, oh, puncture my own stomach. I've heard the close. I, I, the close of your ears is fascinating, but I'm derailing the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, and then like, the then so so this is kind of a funny uh chain of events. So then um. Pitor, whatever the Jan. fuck. Pitor Jan. I think. Uh, and I'm almost certainly mispronouncing his name. I've, I've tried to memorize Dude, it. Peter works Pitor. for me, but yeah, it's something not yeah. English. Let's call it's him gotta, It's got to be Jan. Yeah. Why uh, Pete was fighting. Uh, uh, what's the black guy's name who was trying to trying to step up? It's tricky. Like Aljo Sterling. Aljermaine. 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 Sterling. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And long story short, um, if you've got a knee down on the canvas and the other opponent is standing, he can't knee you in the head. He can't kick you in the head. Against the rules. Well, at some point, the black guy takes a knee and Pete knees him right in the fucking temple pretty fucking hard. And he and the black guy drops like he's been shot. And, yeah, for good and reason. The problem with this is Pete was winning and I've got $5 on Pete with Dirty. And so we're all sitting in a call watching this shit and, and, and Dirty's like, yeah, yeah, that's a DQ, baby. You owe me five bucks. And I'm like, fuck, he's right. I was, like, I was like, DQs don't count. He's like, no, no, no. Nobody said that. You, you tried like, to pull that at first, and you're like, ah. yeah. Everybody knows DQs. And, and one person like even backed me up. They're like, yeah, DQs don't count. He's like, oh, no, no, we didn't say that. I'm like, fuck, I owe this guy $5. You're trying to rile people up on the Patreon. Everybody knows DQs yeah. don't count. Uh, do you agree with the guy who's not on the show or the guy on the show? <laughs> so like all the black guy has to do to win the belt mm -hmm. is lay down and don't move and when they ask you if you can continue act like you can't even understand Say the no. fucking question <laughs> like, when they ask if you can continue tell them you want blueberries and maple syrup like, like, <laughs> like you, just, you, you just pretend like you don't know what the fuck's going on and that's what he does so he hobbles out of the fucking ring like he can barely stand he's all wobbly he's crying he throws the belt down and disgusts i don't even want this of course the after party he's got it strapped on like is that true toast. i didn't know that yeah yeah i've seen the pictures okay he's got the belt strapped on his shoulder he's fucking toasting everybody everybody's like yeah <laughs> fucking big celebration and you can't blame him because if you are the champ fighting as the champ you get a big pay bump so like yeah. they're gonna they're gonna do it <clears throat> over they'll fight again but this time the black guy will get paid pay considerably more, like maybe eighty thousand dollars more, maybe a hundred thousand dollars more. It'll be it'll be considerable. But if that guy who got kneed in the head had said, "I suppose I can keep going, coach," like they would have just continued the fight and it they wouldn't just have been continued. a DQ. For what it's worth, Correct. that happened. Call it eighteen months ago against John Jones, a guy's name was it Steve Smith, Scott Smith? What's his name? Anyway, white guy was clearly Smith, losing maybe. the fight, uh -huh. and. Uh, they, he's like I, I think he's losing every round, and the uh, the foul you could tell it like actually was an impacting foul, but he's gonna lose with or without the foul, mm -hmm. and he's like I can keep going, so now he's not champion. Yeah, yeah, and oh, no. uh, stupid. So now I'm down five bucks to Dirty, and then there's there's another fight coming up, and Dirty goes, I'll tell you what, Kyle, I'll do double or nothing on the next one, but I get to pick the fighter, and I'm like. And it's Amanda Nunez fighting next. And I'm like, nah, dirty. How about this? How about triple or nothing? But I get to pick the fighter. And he's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, then I pick Amanda Nunez. <laughs> and you can make a cool 15. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I, he could. I, I'm just trying to like oh, yeah, make clear 10, the balance yeah. sheets, right? Well, of course, Amanda Nunez goes out and just shits on the other girl puts her in an arm bar in like mm -hmm. 90 seconds and it's it's all over and and i'm just like yeah that's because you don't watch the you don't know anything about the sport dirty like like i know like like look she wasn't fighting a complete nobody she was fighting the up-and-comer 145 pound contender but in my head it's like eh, but it's amanda nunez amanda she made nunez her look like a nobody were, she didn't look like a nobody she looked big she looked long she Dude, looked hot can i jump in her body type <laughs> 
made her look like a somebody, right? This is the challenger. She looked big. She looked strong. She looked like she belonged at 145 pounds. Like she cut to be there. She was just an imposing woman. And, but as soon as she moved, you guys have heard me complain about actresses that can't jump off a chair without looking weird and awkward. That's every movement she made to me was like, she was scared and like, like she didn't look athletic. And Nunez beat the tar out of her. Yeah, um, like real athletes just have this sort of coordination about everything yeah. they do. Dude. You know, like like they can't sit down in a chair without it looking like, oh, shit, that's how you sit in chairs? They, it's like the Riker <laughs> maneuver from T Star Trek, if anybody gets that reference. So it's like they have their own way of doing things. You're just so I, – I, first time I ever rolled with Joe Lowe's on, you were there, Kyle. It, it was the music playing and everything. And uh, to warm up, he does this thing where he bounces and then he – Brings his head left and right. And I'm like, oh, oh, he's different than me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, he even bounces at first. I thought we'd do that thing where we, we sit down and stretch out like in P, like in PE. So, uh, <laughs> you seem to be like, oh, 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 you're doing the thing Rocky does. Okay, all right. Yeah. Oh, shit. It, it, it was just <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I just saw, there was another moment. Do I? He was cutting weight. We were in Japan. And I saw them all leaned out with no water in them. And it, it was like, oh, I, I always thought you were like, what happens when a computer programmer devotes his life to athletics? <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're you're actually a professional athlete. That's, I thought you're you were something different. When a tough guy decides he wants to, a backup plan and goes and piddles with computers for a while. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, what's yeah. happened here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, remember, I remember when we were in Chicago and, uh, or maybe... We were somewhere, all the three of us, and uh, for like one afternoon, we we're like, "Yeah, let's go to an MMA gym and just and, and roll a little bit." Of course, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, so like they just throw me in with a stranger, and we're rolling. And at some point, after ten minutes of rolling, this guy's he's like, "So do you uh do you come here a lot?" I'm like, "I have never done this before <laughs> in my life." He's like, "Oh, you should have said something." I'm like, "I probably should have, probably should have," because he's like, he's like in my guard, and I'm we're like Boxing hand fighting here. and stuff. Well, then no, he's he's not being too mean about it. He's not doing like shithead jujitsu. Like he's not leaning on me with his elbows or anything. But like he's uh, getting one hundred percent the better of me, and I'm just sort of struggling to hang on. And uh, anyway, at one point we go to like a little back area where they actually have a cage. And I think muscle ups came into the conversation somehow. Maybe Woody brought it up. We had seen there someone were do a muscle pull up bars there. And, yeah. and muscle and ups were a new thing know, to me. You, you do a pull up and then you almost do like a reverse power clean where you flick your wrist down and push down on the bar and extend until you are well over the bar. The bar is very, very down. difficult to do. And Joe just does one like, like to like, you know, it's part of the conversation we're having. Like, I think Woody was like, hey, Joe, can you do a muscle? And he's like, what's that? And he's like, oh, that's where you do this and that. And he's like, oh, I don't know. Let's see. Well, wham. And he's like, <laughs> one out. It's like, oh, yeah, I got, of course you can do a muscle. How like, <laughs> right. many are you supposed to do? 10, 20? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody hang on to my legs. Yeah. <laughs> Pull me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was a, it was a pretty good night of fights. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed pretty much all the fights. A lot of the prelim fights, I don't recall their names, but very exciting fights, good fights. There are a couple of stinkers. I, I want to say the first uh, fight of the night on the main card, it was the guy who has like Thor's hammer tattoo to his chest. He fought John Jones to a, a tight decision a couple of years ago. Um, big black guy, or maybe he's Hispanic, but very dark skinned, like a like a big fucking Cuban or something. He's got a is it actually name. Thor's hammer. 
it's a gigantic sledgehammer tattooed in the center of his chest, and the handle extends down to his belly button. Is it like uh, it's like Brock Lesnar's sword-looking thing? It looks yeah. better than that. It doesn't look like a penis. Brock's sword looks like a fucking cock on his chest. He's got to regret that. <laughs> He's got to regret. Nobody like, like was it Tito like, Yes, sir. Whatever you want. You want balls at the bottom, or <laughs> why, why, are you, why are you hitting me? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's it's awful. <laughs> Tiago Santos, I think you. Tiago Santos, yeah. yeah, his fight was awful. He, they just danced around, wrestle fucked mm. each other, like 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 standing wrestling, like 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 just sort of like wrapping each other up against the cage and fighting for like position. And I, I tried to watch it intently. I, I'm sure I was I was a bit distracted playing poker, but I didn't see anybody hit anybody. So like at yeah. the end, I think the other guy won a decision against Santos. You're right. Yeah, I have it in front of me. So uh, you've been playing poker all day, so it's a uh, another odd sleep day. Um, I woke up an hour ago. Yeah. Um, you know, we start this at seven p.m., so I woke up at six p.m. Mm -hmm. uh, because I went to bed, you know, in the early morning hours, ten, eleven a.m. or something like that. Um, yeah, we. I didn't play all night. They played all night. I I got in, got a little bit of money, and uh, decided to just get out because I. I was down at one point, like 150, and then mm -hmm. it took me like four hours to like climb my way back out of that and then like net a small profit of maybe $50 or something like that. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's been a real grind just to get this $50. I was almost, I almost lost money here. I think I'm just going to leave. Um, so I did. I did. It's not your day. Yeah. I mean, every day's, I've only had one negative day. Um, since we first started talking about this, I went down like 200, but then the next day I, I won 300 and then the next day I won like five. And then yesterday I won like 50 and like, like, played for like eight real hours, money. <laughs> played for like eight hours and won $5 or something like that. But, but you gotta imagine like that was up and down like over mm -hmm. and over hundreds of dollars. And it's just like, all right, we got, I was up 105 and I was like, all right, I'm gonna play two more hands. And in those two hands, I lost a hundred dollars. So I was like, all right, $5 win. I'm taking a shower. I'm out. Cashing out. Give me, my, give me my Lincoln. Text that dude with the airplane collection who's apparently bad at poker. Like, hey, man, we all miss you. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, since, I, since I mentioned on the show, like. We actually have individual blinds, depending on our net worth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like half a dozen poker players joined since I mentioned it on the show last week. Um, and uh, a few of them are quite good, so it's it's fun to play with people who know how to play poker. It's 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 a lot more fun than somebody who's just like I'm all in, and it's mm -hmm. that that's frustrating. But but there's some good poker players in there now, and it's a lot of fun. So I mean, they're playing right now. They're messaging me right now. You gonna get on after the show? I don't know are if you, I want to play with make good poker players. I got I got stuff to do after this. I, I just woke up. I need to. I got I got shit to do. I, I, just, I just woke up. I got my morning yeah. routine after this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I, I, gotta, I gotta brush my teeth. I gotta take a shower. I got that out of the way, but like everything else. Halfway there. Yeah, halfway there. <laughs> um, but I'll probably play late tonight. Yeah, like midnight, 1 a.m. or something. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching the Blues game with a couple of those guys last night on there. That was pretty fun. Uh, Dirty made $5 on that too. Bet against some random person in there, and I said, you know, Five dollars on the blues and dirty's like, I'll take whoever they're playing. And he won won five bucks. So blues lost. Man's gonna be paying off bills. He is. Um getting all sorts of cookies and crackers. And he, he asked, <laughs> he's like, What'd you think of my of my 
you know, grocery cart. And I was like, it's absurd. It's like, it's just, it's an absurd yeah. thing. It's like a, it's like you let a six year old do the supermarket sweepstakes. Yeah. And they just <laughs> run around and it's like, oh, is there enough real estate for all these cookies? Oh, we'll, we'll try, you know. He's not it's fat absurd. though. That's true. No, he's, he's, he's 145 pounds. He will be though. I, I Look. When I was 25, I couldn't be fat. And then you gain three pounds and it's nothing. It's nothing. Look, you gain and lose three pounds every day. It's not a thing. Next year, three more. Next year, three more. Let 10 years pass. See what you look like. Yeah, that, I liked your your uh, in our group chat where Kyle's like, he's not fat. He's not getting fat either. And what he's like, five pounds a year from 24 to 29 and suddenly you're fat. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's so true. Sometimes, That's true. sometimes it's even twenty pounds a year, isn't it? <laughs> sometimes you really just let the wheels fall off. <laughs> yeah, so, eating ribs all the time. So, like, I'm in a, I'm in a WhatsApp chat with Dirty and like five other of the uh, fifty dollar patrons, and you know we, we're planning our uh, our Denver trip in there. At least that's what the WhatsApp channel is called, and. Um, <laughs> he sends me this picture of his grocery cart. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to, I'm going to try to find it and like drop it in. here. It looks like a joke. Like it looks like he was like, this is a hilarious picture. Now let's go get the real food. Hmm. Like let's, let's go, you know, obviously you can't survive solely on processed sugar and hmm. simple carbohydrates. Right. Evident. He's still alive. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> not dead. And, and you apparently don't need water at all. Just oh. diet Pepsi. <laughs> I wonder how his fish are doing. I want to learn about them. So he yeah. got uh I think he I think he went cheap. He got a couple of clownfish Good and call. like some sort of uh some sort of fancy shrimp. I don't remember the name, but like a pepper shrimp or something like that. Ooh, lemon. Wait. Hold on. I, I don't know exactly, but that, that sounds right to me. He bought lemon pepper shrimp. I don't know. He bought lemon pepper shrimp. He's going to grow his own shrimp. That's his foray into real food. His growing wait, wait. his own shrimp. It wasn't a pistol shrimp, was it? That's the one that punches really fast. And you're not supposed to put it in uh, aquariums because it can apparently break the glass, right? Dude, pistol shrimp, uh, they can be very good looking. But you're right. They have the ability to punch at some super fast rate. I, I, I don't want to like exaggerate it and get it stupid, but it's like a 180 mile an hour punch or something. They don't mm. even hit it. The, the shockwave through the water hits things and it kills them. That's how they like find uh, um, mm -hmm. that's, that's how they like, you know, kill things and eat in the wild. Well, yeah. in captivity, they will punch the glass and they can break the not. They can. They will absolutely break your fish yeah. tank <laughs> by punching the glass. And then it just falls out. It trades. Like, I, I know exactly the clip boxing you're talking about where it's like they slow it down. It's Attenborough you know, talking about how the punch goes so fast. It's like and it appears bubbles. That's because the superheated speed of the punch actually <laughs> vaporizes the surrounding water. And it like shows it and it's it's outrageous. And then just so, some poor fish just gets gobsmacked. And it's yeah. like, it's not stunned, it's dead. These yeah. are like, not things that reef keepers want, but they're like a pest that they get. A reef keeper will buy what they call live rock. And it's basically just rocks that used to be in the ocean, but they're filled with all kinds of little worms and activity mm -hmm. that the fish need to live. And it, you're making an ecosystem here, a closed ecosystem. So you buy this rock that has all those things on it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes these pistol shrimp or snapping shrimp will hitchhike their way into your tank. And you hear them at night, they're like, 
<laughs> and you're like, oh no, my worst nightmare is coming true. He's attacking the, the aquarium. And oh, the, and that, that, that's the sound of him tap, tap, tap. And yeah, you'll be three rooms over and you hear the little freaking like super punch happening in the tank. I don't know if he's What do that. you do? Just like grab the little net like, oh, oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, try and find him. Let's take a look at the shopping cart. Okay. If you don't mind. This is because this is like great. So underneath, I'm told there are three pounds of ground beef. Um, but it looks to me like he's got like a family sized thing of ramen noodles, like like the the case of it. He's got a couple of the spicy ramen noodles, a half a gallon of Briar's ice cream, a 12 pack of pepperoni pizza hot pockets, uh, some Eggo waffles, 12 some, diet uh, Pepsis. Two family-sized bags of Tostitos, family-sized double stuff Oreos, cosmic brownies, which I have not seen since I was 11, <laughs> and then what appears to be the worst white bread in America. Um, Oreos. That's, that's something. That's that's. Some, that's look at how sad it is. It's looking all mushed up on the top. It is a little mushed up. He did get the thin. But in any case, this is an outrage, and we don't even know what's underneath. You know, it gets worse. It's more of the same. It's there's no, you know, you're not going to delve through and find anything surprising. It's going <laughs> right. to be more cookies and candies and treats. Oh, I'm and sure. Probably it's all, way more diet Pepsi than what you're seeing. It's all lean chicken, skinless, boneless, and spinach. spinach. There's not a head of cabbage under there. I guarantee it. It's that's asparagus. All 90, yeah, <laughs> Ninety-nine one percent ground turkey. I'm sure that's right under the surface. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> flavorless. Dude, the cosmic brownie is so front and center. Hilarious. But like, the Tostitos, we, like? we have those at yeah, our house. Yeah, they're not good. No? They're, they're, they're good if you're a child yeah. who still hasn't like... You remember like when you'd have an over-the-top sweet cookie as a kid and you'd like take a bite and like your parents or someone would have it and they're like, oh... Not for me. And you're like, what are you, crazy? It's nothing but a, an explosion of sugar. And like, you try that after you get older, and it's like, oh, I get it. Like, this is gross. Like, this is, that's what a cosmic brownie is. Like, Dirty cosmic has the palate. My teeth. He has the palate of a, a spoiled 11 year old. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> I have, I could count the number of days I've gone like calorie positive on one hand since October. I think if I ate those, I would just love, I would just say, oh, this is what I've been missing probably give you like a high like you'd just be like what, what's put me in such a great mood to see it was the brownies maybe there is something cosmic about them it's, like, oh, no, it's, just, it's just the sugar cosmic brownies should mean they're pop brownies <laughs> it should be you'd have a bunch of fucked up third graders <laughs> yeah those are terrible like cosmic brownies aren't good honestly like this is the kind of junk food that's not even that appealing to me like i don't want eggo waffles i don't want hot pockets i don't want ice cream Tostitos. It depends what he's got in there. Does he have some queso? Does he have some spicy queso dip? Some Rotel? Nice. His own spicy queso dip? What, Has he got some some what, salsa? What's next? I want, the hot I, want, I want to take like I want to take like sausage, Rotel, and queso, and and make that cheese dip. Yeah, that pot. would be good. But what's, if it's just yeah. like mild Tostitos salsa, oh, fuck that. What's top center there in those ramen noodle looking bowls? Uh, it's like those. It's like spicy it's, ramen. Yeah. Oh, okay. single serve spicy ramen, and it, those aren't that bad. You know they're oh, better. Oh, than I just noticed bricks. he's got popsicles. Pop, that's twin pop. That's what's behind the egos. Twin pop, an absolute child. Those <laughs> I are didn't banana, those are banana popsicles. He's got twin pops. <laughs> for when I, he's I just running noticed around the ice naked cream in his front yard, uh, jumping in his outdoor pool, <laughs> like and the chocolate summertime. ice cream's a little weak. I think there's it, a lot I mean, of it, great it, ice man. creams and. Yeah, if I mean at the, at that point, like it's clearly it, it. He didn't look at the Briars chocolate and look at like the Briars like Rocky Road or whatever and be like, uh, 
That's 80 more calories per serving. I'll go with, <laughs> I'll just yeah. go with chocolate. Like he chose chocolate. Interesting he chose it because he likes it. Yeah. Plain chocolate, kind of lame. Mm-hmm. You know, if I were to get ice cream, I, I always go, you know, vanilla with whatever looks like it has the absolute most cookie dough in it for like cookie dough ice cream. <laughs> My favorite mm-hmm. ice cream is Ben and Jerry's red velvet cake. It's a pretty good one, too. I haven't had that I like since it. I was younger. It's real good. Ben and Jerry ice cream is pretty solid. Yeah. It's, I think it's the best ice cream. Briar's mint chocolate chip is what I usually get. I don't know if it's the best. It's just maybe we buy without really thinking. Mm-hmm. Hagen does it too. That's not a my good. favorite flavor, mint chocolate chip. It's on the low mm. end. It's right there with pistachio. Yeah, I mint chocolate like chip. Pistachio. It's purple, right? I like that. Green. Yeah, it's usually green pistachio ice cream. I don't, know what I'm thinking of. I don't, I don't know think pistachio purple. ice cream is that good. I don't mm-hmm. like it. It's my least favorite ice cream. Yeah. And mint chocolate chip. No, it's not rich enough. That's not what it's I'm at looking for. It's the bottom. It's a bottom tier ice cream. I want cookie cream. dough. I want lots of cookie dough in my ice cream if I'm going to get some. I like peanut butter fudge. I like if, if it's something and then like fudge ripple. You know, that's oh, always yeah. good. Anything with marshmallows or cake in it is uh, is usually a winner. I like the kind of like uh, the bits of salted caramel in there. That's real good. I like that. Salted caramel. What a great thing. Anything that adds some chew to your ice cream so it's not just ice cream. So it slows down the eating. Sure, yeah. Yeah, so you're not just in there, down. some walnuts or pecans. Butter pecan is good. <clears throat> That's a good one. Took me yeah. a second. I don't know how I mixed them up, but black raspberry is the purple ice cream I like so much. Oh, that's right there at the that. bottom also. I, <laughs> we have any, uh, opposing ice cream tastes. Black yeah, raspberry. Any, I hate the idea of that. It seems like sour <laughs> more than sweet. It was my favorite as a little kid. We used to walk miles to go. Like the family would walk to a friendly's and get ice cream. It was good. Yeah. Raspberry is my least favorite flavor of anything. Mm. Like I, I have blue raspberry vape juice that's just sitting over there all full. I'm not touching it. Now I'm on like this banana cream pie and I like it so much that it's just like almost gone. I'm at the bottom. It's so fucking Does good. it actually taste, does it have that shitty artificial banana flavor? It tastes like bananas. It tastes like real bananas. I don't know. It's fucking good. I'm gonna have to go get some more tonight or tomorrow if we get done in time. Oh, I'm sure you will. You already got your teeth brushed. They are brushed. Yeah, I wish I could eat like this. Or not right? even like this. I just wish like I could have a tremendous amount of deli meats in there and that and then also like Cheez Its and crackers and cream like charcuterie soda. board. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a charcuterie, charcuterie board, board with some real cream soda, that'd be fucking tasty. Just eat like literally a pound of meat and a quarter pound of cheese and yeah. almost and like two sleeves of Brits. Yeah, and crush like a four pack of IBC cream. Yep, that's a good diabetes evening. Oh, actually, so much sodium too. It's not even that much sugar other than the soda, other than the four full sugar sodas, which is a lot. But yeah, the, all the rest is just more heart disease, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you could eat you could eat the ham and turkey. Like like cold cuts are fine. It's just the the cheese. Those aren't the fun ones, you know. Yeah, that's true. Like ham and turkey, no one's like, oh, I can't wait for a turkey sandwich. It's like. On, turkey's my favorite man i you guys do not like my diet well see but you the turkey's fine in there but also throw some other meats in there like i'll often do that where i like i'm like i'm making a turkey sandwich and then it's like just a piece of salami just shoot there's three pieces of salami well, just just five pieces of salami and it's like now it's a that's a lot of salami. i don't even like salami the salami oh. it tries to take over the taste of the salami is a little uppity right you chill this is a turkey sandwich all right know your place oh. salami <laughs> exactly. i love when salami marches into the sandwich and just subjugates every other ingredient <laughs> you will kneel before salami 
the only one that can match it is mustard, but they form an alliance. Mm, mustard they destroy is the flavor of everything. I like mustard on it. tomatoes in the summertime can have a, a strong taste that I really like. And when the mustard and the tomato work together and, and own a sandwich, it's good shit. I like the spicy yeah. brown mustard. Yep. It's a little gritty. Yep. And uh, stone ground. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, ham is probably my favorite cold cut. I just like like a honey ham, slightly sweet, kind of like brown sugar ham, and uh, you know lettuce and tomato, and if I if I was picking some bacon, no. and lots of mayonnaise. I like may- mayonnaise is one of my favorite things that a lot of people just aren't into, but Duke's mayonnaise. I can like mayonnaise at all. I could eat it with a spoon. That's vile. I get halfway through the jar before I had a problem. <laughs> That's so disgusting. In theory, I'm with Kyle, but mayonnaise isn't so uh, attractive to me that I would ever do that. I knew a guy, heavy, heavy guy, who ate butter. Like he'd just take a slice at the at a table, then take a little pad and have butter directly. Because for him, like he's like it's just it's salt and fat and it's delicious and it's wonderful. And he died early, but yeah. <laughs> but he had a great time doing. It. <laughs> but he liked While his, he was that's, with us. that's like the obese version of like free basing. <laughs> like just straight up having a pad of butter <laughs> just, it's like you just got to keep that buzz going for a little longer at this point it's the act of consumption you're addicted to the flavor passes right past it's not even important he was butter so on bread f- is incredibly good but mm. like, like it doesn't even need everything. to melt like like i can like spread like room temperature butter on like a nice piece of like like a yeast roll like, that you get it like one of those steak restaurants like the chains like a longhorns or something like that sure, has sure. those yeast rolls that they bake daily and you can smell them they smell oh, so yeah, fucking good. good and uh and like sometimes like they give, they give you so many like like as soon as you sit at the table it's like i don't know if i want to order a steak can i just eat this basket of rolls I mean, is, is that going to be a problem <laughs> if i just eat a basket of rolls here slip their waitress a 20 dollar tip and to keep the rolls coming in a sweet tea <laughs> But you there's, there's, buying more baskets of them there's, they're free talking about those, those yeast rolls you remind me there's this like off the highway restaurant in the middle of fucking nowhere, Missouri, called like Lambert's. And everybody who lives in like a rural area is like, oh, you got to go to Lambert's. And it's like, they're like home of the throwed rolls. And it's like, you'll just be sitting there at like a table. And it's like, you want some more of their delicious rolls. And you're just like, the waitress will be across the room. And you're just like, hey, I, I need more rolls. And it's like, they try to be far away from you. So they can be like, here you go. <laughs> they just they throw, <laughs> throw rolls at you. Oh, really? Yeah. And like it's fun because it's unlimited rolls. And well, I mean, I was like seven or eight last time I went there, and I, it probably wouldn't be as fun now to have to. Catch I like to partner up with the waitress. Wow, right, waitress, you and I are on the same team, right? Big <laughs> Longhorn, that's the other team. That's the opposing team. You're gonna keep those rolls coming, and I'll tip you, and you and I work together getting the most rolls we can out of yeah. Big Longhorn. You pretend to have questions about like the drink menu. You got your hand down to the side, palming a roll. <laughs> <laughs> she like, she's like, sir, again, they're unlimited. <laughs> Shut the fuck She comes around, put two rolls in. <laughs> We're all out. <laughs> I've, got a, I've just got I'm wearing like a like a safari cargo <laughs> vest full of rolls so sweet. I don't care how much your purse costs get the rolls in there <laughs> don't let them see it go dress like a photographer like 36 yeah. pockets on you for the last time I'm on an eastern Missouri safari <laughs> no this is all camera equipment it's just like butter mm. leaking through the, the bottom of the pockets oh what is this she just posted that's apparently those lambert throw oh, rolls yeah. are like a big deal 
Um, yeah, they're good. They are good. I think this might be a story about someone getting sued because someone threw a roll and hit them or something like that. I, I just oh. see the word sued for throwing. Well, that's absurd. You know, it is a nice, soft, tender roll. It's not going to hurt you. Sustained yeah. a lacerated cornea with a vitreous detachment of all head, <laughs> neck, and eyes with severe and vision was severely damaged. Good God. She really pegged her in the eye and lacerated her cornea. I and told I you this Randy Johnson promotional idea was terrible. <laughs> what, the, <laughs> what is a... Do you know this word, vitreous detachment? Nah, it sounds bad. Yeah, it's, it must mean they had to... Either they're blind or they had to do like eye surgery and reattach their retina. I don't know what a vitreous is. I don't know Severe. what a vitreous is either. Well, it says... 25000 to pay for her medical bills and legal fees. What kind of pussy eye does this woman have that a role like just ruined her? Partly, I'm with you. Partly, this would happen to Jackie. She's got the worst blink reflexes <laughs> of anyone I've ever met. I mean, <laughs> I see their position. Like, if I'm in a restaurant and, and, and I'm like, hey, I'd like some more rolls, and they blind me. <laughs> like, <laughs> then, then all of us, and, and you're, you know, if that happens to a family member, you see your family member's side. It's easy yeah, to sit here across yeah, the yeah. internet and be like, come on, the rolls are tasty. It's a fun concept. It's like, <laughs> my wife can't see. <laughs> well, shit, yeah. that's a good point. Your wife can't see because because they, they beamed her in the fucking eyeball <laughs> with a roll to the point where she's gone. She has a serious detachment. Just Just a Midwestern softball playing woman <laughs> through that. Wind yeah, up. Are the rolls now big? They have to provide goggles or something. <laughs> this article <laughs> describes them as ginormous rolls. Are they? Are they big size at best? Yeah, it's yeah. the size of your fist. Maybe a little larger. So a little bigger than a muffin, you know, or maybe one of those big muffins. Mm -hmm. But they look like yeast rolls. Like they're very light. They are. They, they, they're they great. You can look. just mow through them. I still think the Randy Johnson promotional. <laughs> <laughs> he was a pitcher, if anyone doesn't know. Yeah, the big unit. Yeah. She's got to like, vaporize the bird. Yeah, yeah, I saw a clip on uh, online of that where it's like, it's the 15-year anniversary of the time Randy Johnson, you know, vaporized a bird. And it, <laughs> it really is crazy. And, like, I saw somebody comment, like, so what was the call? And I was like, I don't know. Did they just say redo? Because that's not a strike and it's not a ball. Wait, why is it, is it a ball? Because it, like, it's a bird. Yeah, I would imagine you can't do that. Otherwise, you might have people, like, in the stands trying to interfere with pitches or something. Yeah, that I, was just be my guess. I don't know how they ruled it, but my guess would be they called it a redo, and they were they were just you know interference from bird. Um, oh, you're right. Uh, <laughs> oh, maybe they called it a foul ball. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's a yeah. Wikipedia article about it. <laughs> After the pitch hit the bird, the ball was ruled dead. The bird was also ruled dead. <laughs> <laughs> the pitch, uh, the no pitch call is when uh, it gets into like Google results. But yeah, I guess it's a no pitch call. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's poor, that poor bird. I'll oh, fuck that bird. There's a lot. All right, Jerry, today's the day you're brave. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Just, you can see I mean, some it's Pixar a bird step. hyping itself oh, yeah, up. Get near the ball. Get near the ball. <laughs> you can steal that ball. <laughs> just want to, to be a baseball player and beaned. Yeah, that's that sucks for that bird, but also a very funny clip. Oh, Shows sure. how powerful he. How, how, how fast did he throw that? Did they even uh, know at the time? I don't think there's any way to know how fast he threw that one, but I think he's routinely in the low hundreds. I wonder how much energy is in the ball. We looked that up the other day. You know, we how many jewels. 
were in, are in like various speeds of how's pitches. Because how's, how's it compared to? A, oh, that's right. Because we were talking about the um mm. the, the supersonic baseball cannon. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's like I think a ball is like two hundred grams or something like that. We looked up and then you know we we did a bunch of form, formulas to figure out. Uh, I'd say I make it sound complicated. We did a bunch of googling to find out. <laughs> Seems you know, like, like the how... baseball would have a lot more energy than a bullet. Yeah, well, just by size, right? Here's well, it's, why it's I start... judge it. Like, uh, let's say you obviously the bullet, the the kick you have on your shoulder is about equivalent to you know, the, the the other side, right? Every action is an opposite equal reaction. I think about how hard a gun kicks compared to how much it would hurt if you threw the baseball at me. I'd much rather fire the gun. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, or shooting a baseball cannon. That would kick pretty hard. Even shooting like a t-shirt I think cannon. The surface area of the baseball is the, is the real thing. You know, like, like it's being spread out over so much more surface area than a bullet. Uh, this says a typical bat striking a ball. Oh, that's not what we're looking for. Yeah, who cares about that? <laughs> but I just, I, I'm thinking about the energy. I, obviously, the injury would be worse with the bullet because it's going to pierce you. But just in terms of like what hits harder, mm -hmm. I think the baseball does. A 98 mile per hour fastball carries nearly the same kinetic energy as a 22 bullet fired from a target pistol. Oh my goodness. I thought it was going to be much more than that. A uh, 98 mile per hour fastball thrown by a major leaguer comes in at around 90 foot pounds. Uh, well, that's not what I expected at all. Yeah, because it... They pick like one of the weakest things. Oh, a twenty-two from a pistol, like, yeah. it, mm -hmm. and then they said nearly as much. Oh, I, yeah. I think I was off target with that. Yeah, it, it, well, they go, they're going so much, so much faster. Like you know, yeah, tw twelve hundred feet per second or something like that for a twenty-two. If you're shooting some hot ammo, I'm probably more like eleven hundred, but uh, two hundred miles per hour. I don't know how many. That's probably like three hundred fifty feet per second or something like that. Hmm. So Kyle, are you able to teach someone the ways of closing your ears? Because I think I could use this. There's 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 women in this house. It's one of his. It's one of his finger things <laughs> that he has. Like I don't think you can teach it. Yeah, we looked move. it up, and there's a there's like a there's like some muscle that surrounds your ear canal, mm -hmm. and I think I'm just able to flex that, and and like squeeze the ear canal closed. Like I'm doing it right now, and like so you don't I clench can't. your jaw or anything. It's totally just no. a. I'm doing it right now. And I can, prove it. Like how, right? <laughs> like, nah, he responded. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it like it, it it's lowering the amount of shit I can hear by a considerable margin. I should take a hearing test with and without doing it to like determine exactly how effective it is. I think at like Costco, they have those free hearing tests you can take. Mm. They got all sorts of little medical tests at Costco. <laughs> or maybe it was Sam's Club. It was one of those big fucking like department stores that you have to have like a club membership to like, yeah, you know, enter. One of the places you think of when you think hearing testing. When you, I, that's Sam's what I think Club. of when I think eight gallons of fucking mayonnaise at a time. Yeah. <laughs> is, I remember we went once and uh, and my dad was like, look at the savings. And we bought this like jar of pickles that was part of our household for a decade. <laughs> he literally bought like two and a half gallon pickle jar of just like dill pickles. And they it just sat in the cabinet. And every now and then someone would be like, huh, I feel like a pickle. And they would like get one out. But like, 
I mean, it I, it was part of my childhood. Like, like I remember, like it always just being there, like, 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 like an old throw rug or that something. Would be now, very Kyle, different. this isn't just me and your mother's pickles. This is pickles enough for your own children and your children's children. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the, the pickles locked up for you. I will fucking do damage to pickles. I I eat pickles sometimes, not lately, but but Jack yield to come down. She's like Woody, and I just that's it. I'm like, I don't know, maybe pickle thief. <laughs> it could have been, could have been that. And she's like, we can't keep pickles in stock around here. I'm like, yeah. well, then tell her to double the auto subscript. Yeah, I agree with you. Pickles are a great snack when you want to be like, when you want to eat and then know like, oh, I just consumed a bunch of salt. Like that was like what eight calories in a pickle, a little dill pickle spear. Yeah, pickles are not maybe bad. Even less. I mean, it's a cucumber, right? A cucumber mm-hmm. is just water. It's just water and and uh, yeah, there's no calories in pickles. The spicy kind are good. But they like put red pepper in there. I don't know if I've had that brand. Wickles are the best brand. They're these little. Uh, I'm sure they do everything, but the kind I like are the little uh, chips, and uh, they're very spicy. They're, I, I I always have those on like my special sandwich. Like if I'm making like a I'm like we're not fucking around. We're making a real sandwich. I'm gonna need some special bread. I'm gonna need some special spread. I'm gonna. That lettuce is not going to cut it. No, no, no. We need that entire like head of butter lettuce, and so mm-hmm. I'm going to cut pieces of it off. Like those go on that sandwich. I prefer, as a snack, the spears to the chips. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Man, I got to stop not eating dinner before we do PKN. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry as we're doing this. Yeah, I, I haven't eaten since last night. I just woke up and got it. Walked in here. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna head to Lambert's and lose an eye. Yeah, All for a roll. Keep your glasses oh. on. That poor Ooh, lady. Your protective space. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the play right there. Yeah, we're both safe. I wonder if they're still throwing them, or if like the owner was like, "Guys, you got underhanded only." <laughs> Taylor said <laughs> we're both funny. safe. It's funny. Like, so this is what people who watch the show think I look like. I wear these glasses at this computer. I wear these glasses like a few hours a week. I. Don't wear glasses all the time. So, the, like, I feel like the fans and my real life people have a different view of what I look like. Like, you ever see someone take their glasses off and you're like, oh, that gets almost weird. Like, he, mm-hmm. his face is supposed to have glasses on it. Uh, yeah. Probably everyone yeah, I would think that. All day. <laughs> all day. Yeah. I was thinking about getting glasses for a way. Like, these are reading glasses. You look away and things are blurry, but I might get regular ones. Don't know. May as well. I, uh, I wear sunglasses almost content. If I'm outside of my home, even in stores and stuff, I wear my sunglasses. I don't care if it makes me look a douchebag. My eyes are so sensitive to the light from like just always wearing them mm. that like this, like even the lighting that I've got in here is a little bit much. Like it hurts my eyes. Like, like I, I always wear my sunglasses. I don't even have sunglasses. What? Yeah, I don't. Possible. I just don't have any. Is that a weird Missouri thing? Are there other people in your cult that don't have sunglasses? No, it's everybody else does. It's just I think it's a me thing. I just don't like wearing them. You see, the over-the-counter sunglasses don't have the requisite girth to be comfortable. It just presses into the side of your head. You I know, mean, it's all just a deal with seeing the sun. Just buy some sunglasses. Like, like they make them for big heads. I know. Well, these for now, I'm, I'm wearing glasses, so I couldn't wear sunglasses right now. I love these. These are these are my preferred brand now. That Ray-Ban. Well, I've always worn Ray-Bans, but this is my preferred style. Like, I like these more. I used to wear more of a, like a smaller little eye thing. Um, That's kind of just like normal standard style. Yeah. 
I, I, I love these. These are perfect. <laughs> that's those, what those, I need. That's what you need, right there. Dude, if, I can, if I can get those, uh, that would be really funny to like take those into Costco. Be like, can you put frames in these? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm willing to pay $600 for these specialty frames for a joke. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be handy. Something like that. It'd make my head look smaller, too. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm pretty much all caught up on that show Snowpiercer. What do you think? Oh, uh, I thought so. First of all, I thought that all of season two was out, so I was just watching it, you know, as though it was going to keep going. What day does it come out? Tuesday. So Tuesday. Today. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe if I'm not too tired after I finish streaming tonight, I'll watch it. But it, um, it comes out before then. But it's like a, I purchased it. I don't know how you're watching it. If you went through, TNT I bought it on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Okay. So for us, it's Tuesday nights. Okay. Yeah, I like it so far. I mean, I mean, some of like the the class warfare dialogue is so ham-handed and clunky. It's like, okay, that's that's kind of silly. But overall, like, I like all the characters. Uh, well, not all of them. Uh, so far, I think Cold or Icy Bob, he's cool because he didn't talk for a while and then he started talking. Uh, I like what's his name, Layton, the main guy. Except yeah. he is just a just a really bad decision maker. Uh, in, in crunch time, it seems there seems to be a recurring theme of him just kind of fiddle fucking around when things need to be a decision needs to be made, and then it ends up being like one of the more you know burly members of the crew right. is like, well, "This is what we're doing." Fucking shut it down. Can I like, interrupt for six yeah. episodes of season two are out already, right? Yeah, I'm I'm up to that. I think maybe I haven't oh. seen six yet. Maybe I'm up to like five. Oh, okay, okay. I misunderstood. I thought you were saying season two hadn't started. Oh no no! no. I'm, I'm just we're just yeah, maybe the last one ended on a bit of a, a bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah, I might have two. Well, first of all, like I didn't expect you know Sean Bean to remain absent for so long. I thought he was going to be in it sooner, which was a little disappointing. But you know, and now watching, you'd be happy Sean he's Bean, still alive. All right. Yeah, he's alive for now. But um, there's some other silly stuff with the show where it's like, like, why didn't they just make this uh, this track a loop in Kansas? Because like, this was not originally invented to be a, a like humanity saving enterprise. It was originally invented to be this rich guy's pleasure cruise across the planet. Yeah, I get it. But like that doesn't explain like the the life preserving drawers or all of the because like everything else about the train is like, oh, this is made in a way that it, it never has to stop ever, ever, ever again. And it's like, well, that's not how a luxury cruise works like. You know, he he doesn't have time to reroute some track in Kansas so that every three days they're not like, another Alp, Bryce! Like, it, you know, they could just be like, all right, and we're passing Topeka. The weather is moderate. Like, that could be <laughs> what it was. And so, like, that part was kind of stupid. Um, I felt bad for the cows that got fucked up and even worse for the people that now don't get to eat the beef they want. Yeah, there's um, no more beef on the planet anymore. Yeah, all the beef's gone unless uh, Sean Bean has some hidden back there. But overall, it's a good show. It's it's keeping my interest. Uh, something else that is distracting on the show is like all the cars on the train are exactly the same size when you see that like the actual train pass. They're all the exact same size except for the end train, the caboose, which is like Sean Bean's little lair uh, when Big Alice, his train, attaches to Snowpiercer. But like on the inside of the train, like the tail they're in these tiny little like it looks like the inside of a train car it's like oh we're all cramped we gotta oh even the ceiling's kind of low and then there's others other train cars where it's like five-story buildings it is 
uh, it is two highways wide. It's like, how on earth is there a full, like ACDC could be playing on the stage right now. How Doctor Who technology going on here. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a little Doctor there. Who tech. Yeah, I think. The there's an area I... inside a train car where we're supposed to believe that the people in that train car used hundreds, I assume, of storage shipping containers to build their own micro city. And it's like, I just, what does it look like here? Like, is, is there one giant train car in the middle? No. I think they're all the same size. They're it's just a check snow space It's pretty good. Huh? I get what you're saying. Like, like, there's that one car where it's like... The it's night like, car? There's like sea anemones or whatever in it and stuff. And like like oysters at the bottom. And like that Japanese chick is like swimming to the bottom naked. Yeah. And, uh, and like, like, you know, getting the like oysters or whatever off the bottom and like making sushi. Yeah, it's like, what were you doing? Oh, we're trying to survive in the least efficient way possible. Yeah, well, with, you've with got this mixture between pragmatism and insanity with the design because mm -hmm. it's clear that like Wilford was like, I want a whorehouse, make me a whorehouse right here at car 13. And then the other chick was like, We need geneticists, we need, <laughs> we, I need 12 geneticists. Like, well, there's not enough room. I got my thugs. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll cut three of the thugs and you can have three of your geneticists yeah. but you already have 50 thugs yeah i we're gonna need at least 50 thugs and it's I, like and i was on sean bean's side for that i was he was like no we we need these thugs because you know how humans work right like we're all gonna be trapped in this train together and it's gonna get dicey we're gonna need this to maintain some sense of order and she's like but, but what about the geneticists? And I wanted him to be like, but what about the geneticists? You want to die day one, you stupid bitch, when I have three guys with nine bullets and they're all charging us with makeshift scythes and pickaxes? Like, no, of course not. Like, we need some order established. And like, over and over during the show, like, I'll find myself like, man, I feel bad for these tail people, but like, also, you don't, you, you shouldn't have been on there. Yeah. Like, you yeah, didn't buy the ticket. That's not very fair. You're yeah. stowaways. And, like, you're, you're fucking up the entire... Sh Apparently, the tail was just an area of the train built with nothing essential. Just a, just a way to smuggle people who shouldn't be on there. Because, like, what? The, the tail isn't doing any work that's keeping it going. That's all cla the third class. Like, yeah, the tail... they sort of... They'll bring some tailies out of out of there every now and then to do, like, janitorial jobs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they have, like, like, a little work release program for some of them. And obviously the whole premise of the first season is that the only detective that exists on the planet anymore is a, is a tailie and we yeah. got to bring him forward to like solve a murder. Uh, but yeah, I, look, I, I, I agree with you a hundred percent with like the size of the car sometimes mm -hmm. and the design of the train that I explain away by, by, by what I said, you know, it's, it was this mixture of Wilford yeah. being an insane megalomaniac who wanted just like to go out in a drunken fuck fest and um jennifer jason lee's character being like we can save humanity we need geneticists and we need the drawers are an interesting concept i don't i don't mm -hmm. i don't know how to explain that away yeah that, they have these ex uh, sort of they, they'll like put you in a coma and put you in a drawer mm -hmm. uh, that was in the movie as well but they've got a lot of drawers and they yeah, use it both as a, and oh, oh i i know how you explain <laughs> that away that's because there are a lot of people who began the voyage or the train trip, whatever you call that, in a drawer. They've just been, they're just stowed away in there for the day that, you know, humanity can like come back. That's like fourth class. You get a drawer mm -hmm. and put in a coma. In, um, I've read other science fiction books where they can put you in a coma. 
But it's interesting because it's it almost is a kind of endless or eternal life, right? Like, oh, Taylor, do you think it'd be neat to see what it's like 200 years from now? Well, we can do that for you. We'll just put you asleep for 200 years. You'll wake up. All your investments will have matured. You'll be rich. You'll be this. You'll be that. And you'll live 200 years from now. Everyone you know is dead, so that's a bit of a bummer. But, Mm -hmm. you know, you can go forward in time. And if you don't like it, go again. Now you're kind of rolling the dice that, like, the humanity will be stable. You can meet your great-great-great-grandchild whose great-great-grandfather 100 years ago legally seized your assets because I was no longer alive. Like, that's (laughs) what you'd wake up to is a bunch of, like, nonsense or, like, it'd be like Futurama. Where like you wake up in like an abandoned facility randomly way too late. Like that, it, that and, and like that even shows on this show where they're like the, the doctors doing the drawers, they're like, but you can bring him out of this, right? He's like, if I'm being real with you guys, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm really <laughs> trying hard though to get everybody out of this, but everybody who comes out's kind of kind of fucked up. Like I I wouldn't I wouldn't let you put me in here. I couldn't fit. <laughs> you took a pessimistic view at it, but it's interesting because that's a possibility, right? Like you mm-hmm. you come out. Are people going to honor what happened there? Are you going to be a second-class citizen of some sort? Uh, uh, I yeah. don't know. What, what, yeah, you'd want to like you would it didn't work to, out in Snowpiercer so far. You'd want to find a uh, you'd want some legal documentation separating your assets and putting. You'd probably even want assets that couldn't be dissolved in your absence, right? Like like I don't know. You've got to plan two hundred years in the future, so what's going to be valuable then? So that's a thing. Um, I don't know, maybe maybe helium stores. Um, I don't, maybe you've just got a <laughs> lot of water. tanks of helium stored away somewhere. Steak. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you, you know, God, you can't trust gold or silver. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to do an asset like that, probably. I guess maybe crypto, but like, what if that has all dissolved in the future? Right. Like, Part uh, true. Part of me is like, you want to own land? Oh, right. I'm sure that little piece of forest that I own, they'll honor it and it'll just grow and be wonderful. And they'll be like, don't touch that. That's Woody's. He'll come It'll back be one of those someday. Where like they file, a, they file some paperwork and you have to show up in court to like, yeah. to, 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 to dispute. And if you don't show up like eight weeks in a row, then they just seize <laughs> it. And it's like, well, he's, he's gone for 50 years, you know? Yeah, we know. Petition yeah. file. <laughs> yeah. That's I, what it might be. It'd be like, you know, Eventually, the people rise up because the top one percent are all people in comas who aren't even using their wealth, and then they break into the the frozen factory or whatever. I knew someone that that happened to, by the way. They um, they There's were no way. not with the time traveler. Or anything. Oh. They, were in, <laughs> they were living in Guam, and they were married and uh, filed for divorce. Divorce was seemingly done. You know, mm-hmm. assets were were split up and everything, and uh, and then he came back to the U.S. Well, as soon as he came back, her lawyer files this petition. I don't remember like the, the specifics, but something like, ah, oh, we didn't get it quite right. We need to like look at this again kind of petition. And the way the law worked there in Guam is they would run a notification in the paper every Saturday for like 10 Saturdays. Be like, hey, Bob, you need to show up for your curing. And if you don't show up for 10 weeks, then now you have no side in the matter. So she just got everything. And like he like lost his suits in the hmm. divorce. Like like he like lost his car. Like like she got all of the assets because he wasn't there to speak for himself. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Like That's... everything he owned. Like like she took like his his bottle of tums from the cabinet. You know what I mean? Like 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 nothing was left. Dude, even good divorces, you don't have much money on the other side of it. 
Like, if it went smoothly and you just divide everything in half, you're kind of fucked. Like, it is hard to accumulate any wealth if you've got ex-wives. That's why you need a prenuptial agreement. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's fun. I used to, like, look into that a little bit, and they're all like, Woody, you're 22 years old, and you're not worth anything. What the fuck are you talking about? It's like, well, I have planned to be rich someday. <laughs> and here we are. Here we are. No prenup. <laughs> of course, I, th- I, don't think, I don't think that comes into play in Woody's scenario. No. Wonderful marriage and all. But he is an aberration. A fluke. <laughs> okay? He's a fluke. He is the fucking white rhino of marriages. It's sheer happenstance. <laughs> like, 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 like if you, you know, a few, a few like golden rules for like young men: wear a condom, get a prenup. Yeah, there are others, but those two will get you all the way there. Yeah, that, right. That's ninety-five percent of it. In, in yeah, the you're ninety-five percent of the way there if you can just wrap it up. And get a prenup. Yeah. Have you had a vasectomy, or, Kyle? I, for, I forget it. I don't know if you talked. No, I, I'm, str- I'm strongly considering it. I don't. It seems very discomforting. Like, like, like I, I don't know. It I, won't be fun, but like, yeah, it won't take long fun. either, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I probably should, but like, it's I, I, they're not foolproof, and no. and and also like. And that's gonna hurt. I don't. I, yeah, how I have I don't I've never had one. How, does it hurt for like two days? I think that's nope. the case. Like like I, I don't think it's like a month recovery or anything. I think it's like less than a week. Yeah, it's pretty quick turnaround. I told you my father had a problem. He had one. It didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Like how he, long was he out of commission? It wasn't that. It was apparently if you have enough sex, a vasectomy is a problem. Like like there's a backup or a pressure or something that gets created. Goodness. The doctor is like, I've never had, how often do you have sex? He's like, yeah, every day. <laughs> and, you know, and he's like, every day? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's like a second job sometimes almost. And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah. If you don't give it a rest sometimes, then then like, this can happen. Yeah, so. it's like you're in your late 70s, sir. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was be, probably in his he, 50s at this point. You should be looking at stairs, you know, side-eyed. That's good, though. Like, way yeah. better to be like that than one of those people. Well, I know you said he was in his 50s, but, like, you know, when you see, like, a 75-year-old that's still with it versus, like, a 77, 78-year-old that's like, oh, man, like, when did you fall apart? Like, when did you stop being you, basically? Like, when yeah. did you become the weird shadow of a person who's, like, kind of here and kind of not? Yeah, he's so he's seventy two now. I was saying this mm-hmm. story is from his fifties. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's total. He's with it. He's still. He's he's super religious. Maybe that's it. Maybe God's keeping him, you know, keeping him around for more vacations. To I have this negative view of re- like, so the evangelicals and QAnon are like partnering now politically, and I'm like, yeah, because they're both people who turned off the critical thinking section of their brain. Like that makes it's perfect sense. Yes, I heard I, it's weakened. Uh, it, it, like I, I guess a lot of people are like, "Oh, maybe this is bullshit all along." Like it, all the prophecies they made, they keep bumping the date back. You know, the, this is going to happen on March fourth. This is going to happen on January sixth. This is gonna. This is gonna. This is gonna. And they're like, Probably some like 
entire CIA guy fucking around. Keeps not happening. Kyle, Lee, did you Lee. see those goofballs waiting for Trump's inauguration? They're like six of really? them on the floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did. Where were they waiting? It was small. they were like at like the Capitol building outside the gates or something outside of the fences. They're like, I, I I didn't read too much into it, but apparently they thought that Trump was going to be inaugurated as president once more. And how would that happen in March? Dude, I can I only understand it halfway, but apparently, according to QAnon, the last legitimate president was Ulysses S. Grant, and all these subsequent presidents have been kind of not real. They're military presidents. There's something wacky about them. So on March 4th, they were going to go, for, and, and Trump was going to be like the, I don't know what he would be, like the 19th president or something like that, in addition to the 45th president, because... That's when the real official presidency comes into power. So not even half of our presidents have been real. Nope. <laughs> yeah. We got more fakers than real ones, apparently. Just got to go back to Ulysses. So he's the 18th. I was. I can't believe I got it right with my 19th president guess, but yeah. So Ulysses wow. S. Grant was the 18th president, and apparently his term started on March 4th, and that was the last real presidency, they say. And... Trump was going to take over on March 4th. So Ulysses S. Grant is technically still the president. According to QAnon. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. sense. Makes a lot of sense when you really think about it. You go to like, <laughs> if you look into it, it, look into it. You show Joe. up there and it's like, it's like, hey, you don't think it's weird? There's only five people here. <laughs> <laughs> so QAnon put out the word that the March 4th thing was a trap and not to show up anymore because it was like a false flag operation. And if you get there, they were going to try and wrangle you and, uh, you know, seize you. So the QAnon people didn't go. Yeah. So that's why there were only six. Yeah, or it could be that a lot of people have just dropped off this because everything's been you know, pushed back and pushed It does back. seem like the insanity misinformation wave that we had gone through has died down quite a bit. Now we're just run-of-the-mill Dr. Seuss, Mr. Potato Head outrage <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> There's another I saw, one. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I'll save it for the show, but, um, you know, PKA, but uh, Andrew Cuomo had a very interesting comment this week. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll just leave Ooh. it Ooh. forward to hearing something. what it is. He said something wild. Ah, oh, man. I, it got past me. I know a fourth woman came out. So, Oh, this maybe it's not Andrew. It's the, the, the brother who's in CNN. That's Chris. Chris, Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo had a wild quote. Really? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to pick on him. All yeah, right. Nice. Yeah, Fox is picking on him constantly. It's pretty funny. Oh, and they're picking on Stelter, too. Dude, CNN and Fox pick on each other now. And I like it. I, I wish it was a little more like more often hardcore. You're doing a disservice kind of pick on and not, oh my God, I'm traumatized by seeing Stelter in shorts. He looks so ugly picking on, but it's still fun. Yeah. I like it too. I like it too. I, yeah. uh, I don't watch either, but I'm often in places where Me CNN either. or where Fox News is just on TV. You know, I'm, I'm forced to watch it. And uh, and yeah, it's they've been on the Dr. Seuss potato head and the cancel culture stuff for a while. And of mm -hmm. course, going after Cuomo. Yeah.
Well, you guys want to call it a show? I'm going to go eat dinner. I'm starving. Yeah, man. Sounds good. Sounds yeah, good. yeah. All right. Uh, PKN 342.